because I think people these days kind of get hung up on like finding the latest quick fix, like the skinny teas or like the keto diet, but it's something that people don't necessarily sustain. So I think real health is about living an actual healthy lifestyle that kind of works for you and that you can do long-term rather than just like a short-term fad diet. You're listening to the Real Health Real Talk podcast, and this is an interview episode with Ellie May. In this interview, Ellie gives her best advice on living a healthy but simple life, why using low-tox and eco-friendly products are so important to her, a little bit about the industry, and so much more. I really hope you enjoy this interview episode with Ellie May. Ellie, welcome to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. This is my first podcast. I know you were saying that before. I'm so excited as well. Um, so on my podcast, the Real Health Yourself podcast, I always ask people the same first question, which is what does real health mean to you? Well, real health means to me, it's all about like living a healthy lifestyle that's sustainable and making real changes. So I'm not talking about like fad diets or quick fixes, but it's more about like finding balance in your life and something that like allows you to create healthy habits um, rather than like quick fixes. Because I think people these days kind of get hung up on like finding the latest quick fix, like the skinny teas or like the keto diet. Um, But it's something that people don't necessarily sustain. So I think real health is about living an actual healthy lifestyle that kind of works for you and that you can do long term rather than just like a short term fad diet. Um, and I think it's also really important to not just focus on like the mental, uh, the physical health side of things, but also the mental health. Um, I think that's also really important and just checking in with yourself and making sure that you're true to yourself and being the real you as well. Yeah, I love that. Um, do you have any advice to help people in terms of sustainability? What has helped you create a lifestyle that's sustainable for you? Yeah, so for me, I just try and move my body as much as I can where I can, but also I do it in ways that I feel comfortable doing. So if I don't feel up for a big workout at the gym, then I simply just have a rest day or maybe I'll do like some stretching and some yoga or something instead. So I think it's about taking that pressure off yourself Um, when you're not feeling up to something, just don't do it. Just do like listen to your body and just do what you feel is right for your body because I find that's what is most sustainable for people and that's what has really worked for me. And it's the same with eating as well. Um, You know, being on a diet 24-7 isn't sustainable either. So it's just about having healthy eating practices. For me, I'm always, you know, looking at ways to kind of incorporate healthier practices in my life and just healthier foods in general rather than just having like, you know, short, quick fix diets. Mm -hmm. I love that. So the first segment we have is the real recap. So what has happened in your last week? How have you found the last week? So I've had a really busy last uh, last week. I am actually, I was living up at my parents' house um, during this whole entire corona period. So last week I actually moved back down to Sydney, which is where I normally live. So it's been a bit hectic uh, with moving back to Sydney and trying to get back into routine of everything. Um, I'm also working back in the gym now that gyms have just started to open up here in New South Wales too. So yeah, I've had a crazy last week. 
I saw that. So they had like a four-hour drive or something with all of your stuff. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yes. Packed up the whole entire car because I had like three months worth of stuff with me. Um, and then, yeah, made my way back to Sydney. It was about a four-hour drive. So, yeah, bit of a big trip. That's so much to handle. <laughs> what stage of life are you in at the moment? And can you just introduce yourself for some of the listeners who may not know who you are? Yes. Yeah, so I, um, I'm a personal trainer, but I also work in digital marketing and social media as well. Um, I live in Sydney. Um, I love sport. That's just kind of my thing. And I love helping people live healthier lives um, in a simple way. So that's kind of about me. Um, the stage of my life at the moment I'm still kind of figuring it all out. Like I might look like I've got it together because, you know, I have a good job and I'm progressing in my career, but honestly, I'm still figuring it all out. Like I don't know really what I, where I want to be in the future or um, what I want to achieve. So um, I suppose we're all on this journey of constantly figuring out where we want to be. And I suppose that's where I am at the moment. I'm really confident and happy in who I am and, you know, have my values set really well as well. But um, yeah, I think career-wise, still trying to figure it out, but I'm working on a few things on the side um, in the background as well, a few of my own things. I think I'd love to work towards working for myself fully eventually. So Mm -hmm. and starting my own um, business and doing that full time. So that's kind of where I'm at at the moment, hopefully some exciting things on the horizon. That is exciting. Um, So your bio reads Making Healthy Simple. What are your three best tips for people who are embarking on living a healthier life? Yes. So I'm really passionate about making healthy simple because I think people totally overcomplicate it. (laughs) Um, So I suppose my three tips, my first tip would be only make changes if they're sustainable for you. So I kind of just touched on that, but it's about, you know, making changes that you'll actually stick to. So Um, you know, if you're someone who maybe binges on cookies all the time, you love eating cookies. Um, and then you think that, you know, you're gonna just cut out cookies because that's going to make you healthier. Well, if eating cookies is something that you love doing, then it's probably not going to be sustainable for you. So instead of just, you know, cutting them out altogether, maybe just reducing them because that'll be more sustainable for you in the future. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think people shouldn't make changes that they're stressed out by because I think when we try and restrict things or try and like really stick to a diet regimen or um, an eating um, plan too strictly, then it just stresses us out. And I feel like that can cause more harm than good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also just making small, easy goals as well. So making goals that you know you will actually achieve. And while they might seem really small, once you achieve something, you feel really good about yourself no matter how small it was. So, you know, just believing in yourself that you can achieve it and just doing small things that will eventually lead up to something, a bigger change. How do you personally go about setting goals? Um, I kind of just start by, you know, thinking of my bigger goal and then breaking that goal into smaller goals. And then from the smaller goals, I break it down into what I call micro goals. So the micro goals are the tiny little things that you'll do kind of each day or each week to achieve your smaller and your bigger goals. So micro goals might be, you know, like, okay, this week, I just want to go for two walks and that's it. 
like just something really simple and really small. Or maybe I just want to increase bench press by like one kilogram or something. Um, It will all make a difference in the end. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I like that. Um, So one thing that we have in common is that we both really like using low tox and eco-friendly products. Why is that something that's really important to you? Well, I think it's just important because what we put on our skin and on our bodies um, and what we use in our everyday life ultimately kind of ends up in our bodies. And I feel I'm just not a fan of the toxins. I feel like they can have a negative impact um, on the day that we on the way that we function. So I love using natural products because I think that, you know, our society is advanced enough now that we don't need to use all these horrible toxins in our products anymore. Um, So I feel like, you know, we do have access to the organic and raw and natural ingredients that are actually really good for us. So Mm -hmm. why not just, you know, use those (laughs) instead? Um, And I suppose the same goes for things like testing on animals as well. We don't need to be testing on animals anymore. Like we're more advanced than that. So I think it's really important to kind of take a stand on that kind of stuff as well. Yeah, 100%. I completely agree. For people who are looking at wanting to transition over to using more eco-friendly and low-tox products, what are some of your favourite brands? Um, so for me personally, I love to do my research first. Um There's a website called Nourished Life, which has some really good options of different brands that you can go and look at um, if you're interested. But just try and research the brands first. There's a good website too called, um, I think it's called like ethicalshop.org or something if you just Google it. And that can actually give you the background on um, different brands and ingredients that they use and their business practices too. So they're two really good places to start. Um, But I also like to actually make my own products or use like household things that we already have, such as olive oil makes a great makeup remover. Uh, Lemon essential oil mixed with some vinegar and bicarb makes a really good like all-purpose cleaner, things like that that you can kind of just use as well and make for yourself. You mentioned at the start that you're a personal trainer and you've just gone back to working at the gym. What is your favorite thing about the health and fitness industry and what would you change about the industry if you could? Well, I love um, that, you know, working as a PT, I can not only inspire people, but I can help people live active and healthier lives and, you know, make a change in their lives and make them see that they can do more than what they believe they can. Like I know I've had a lot of clients in the gym that kind of think, oh, I'll never be able to lift that weight or I'll never be able to do 10 burpees or something like that. But then when you instill that belief in them that they can do something, even if it's something as small as an exercise, um, I just love seeing their faces and I think that's really, you know, heartwarming to see um, that I can have that kind of an impact on people. So that's my really positive thing that I love about the industry. But, yeah, there definitely are some negatives in the health and fitness industry. Um, I think the one thing I would change at the moment is this ridiculous notion of everyone wanting to have abs because to me I think it's just such a, you know, an aesthetic kind of aspiration people have. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I kind of fell into this trap for a bit because when you go on Instagram and you see everyone else's bodies and you start comparing, um, you know, you can go down a bit of a spiral. But when I stopped and thought about it and you realize, wait, having abs isn't going to make me feel healthier. It's not necessarily going to make me be healthier either. So why is everyone really trying to achieve this? 
So I think, you know, if you gain abs through just living an active and healthy lifestyle in general, and that's your body's natural response, then that's great. But I just hate that pressure that um, everyone is kind of like put under when you're looking on social media. um, And that's how, you know, people kind of portray that that's what a healthy person looks like. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I feel like being in the industry as well, it's sometimes easy to feel like you have that pressure on you to look that certain way. Yeah, definitely. I definitely felt like that when I first started out as a personal trainer. I thought, okay, no one's going to want to um, be my client if I don't have abs and I don't you know, look really um, muscly and fit. But that is so not true. Um, you know, you in one way are a product of your business, but in another way, you know, you have a lot more skills and knowledge to offer people other than, you know, just the way you look. Yeah, exactly. Um, What advice would you give to people aspiring to be a personal trainer? I would say just do it. I mean, there's so many ways you can study at the moment. You can study online and you can also get some really good practical experience by signing up to a college or just getting some, you know, work at a gym as well and finding a mentor to help you with that. Um, So, yeah, just get started by, first of all, like, you know, learning more about it. Um, and getting qualified you can start with just your cert three to see how you like it and then move on to doing your cert four to become that fully qualified personal trainer um but yeah get started um experiment with yourself as well you know make up your own training programs and see how you go um and just like kind of connect with everyone else in the industry too I think it's really important yeah no that's really great advice um you were speaking recently about you know, you said at the start how you were at your parents' house through isolation and that it kind of forced you to slow down a bit because you're such a busy person. I know you said that you've got some side hustles and you're also working at the gym and like part-time work as well. So how do you, what do you think you've learned from that experience? What do you think you've learned from being forced to slow down? I think I've definitely learned that I honestly take on too much in my life (laughs) and I think a lot of other people will find that in themselves as well. It's often not until you kind of really um, slow down that you realise how much you actually do and how insane your days can be. So I think I'm now looking to kind of better organise my life and really shift my life in a way that's more focused I'm definitely the kind of person that likes to take on everything and I have multiple interests, um, which is Mm -hmm. great. But, yeah, it can also mean that I overload myself a lot too. So I think, yeah, I'm really trying to find that um, part of my day where I can just spend time for myself and also kind of just trying to focus my efforts and my work a bit more too. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people would have learned that lesson through isolation, just needing to unload the plate a little bit. (laughs) So my last segment is quick cues. So I haven't sent you these questions. They're just rapid fire, whatever comes to your head first. Okay, sure. What would your last meal be? Oh, probably something with avocado. I'm probably really basic. I'm probably going to say smashed avo on toast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, nice. Um, Handbag or pockets? Oh, pockets. I hate handbags. I, I'm, Same. yeah, they're just, a, oh, they're annoying. <laughs> You've got to carry them around all the time. 
I know. My boyfriend said to me the other day, he's like, when I was little, I used to always give my phone to my mum and she would say, I can't wait for you, to, for you to have a girlfriend one day so she can put her stuff in her handbag. And he's like, it's so ironic because I give him all my stuff just to carry because I don't have a handbag. Uh, I'm the same. <laughs> I'm definitely the same. Um, do you put your chocolate in the fridge or the cupboard? No, I keep it in the cupboard because I feel like when you put it in the fridge, it loses all its flavour. What is your favourite exercise? I love burpees. I don't know why. I know everyone hates them, but I personally love burpees. That's my favourite as well. Oh, really? <laughs> Literally, I know. Um, and what is your favourite quote? My favourite quote is, where there is a will, there is a way. So I believe, you know, if you want something bad enough and you want to do it, then you will find a way to accomplish it. I love that quote. That's such a good one. Ellie, I've so loved chatting with you. Where can people find you for more? So I am on Instagram. It's just at Ellie May Fitness and that's Ellie with E-L-L-I-E. And yeah, it's probably the best way to find me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for chatting and I can't wait to hear and see more from you. Thank you. It was so good to talk to you. And that's a wrap on another podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed my interview with Ellie. If you want to see or hear more from me, then jump over to Instagram at Ebony May Health. If you really enjoyed this episode, please let me know, tag me in your stories or leave me a rating review. Honestly means the world. I'll talk to you in the next episode. And until then, I wish you happiness and real health. Bye guys.